Our children are watching everything we do and when they see us make good, wise decisions in the backcountry and when we talk about those decisions as a family and rehash why we did what we did over the dinner table or around the campfire, they are going to follow our example and make wise decisions in the outdoors too. Hi, I'm Rebecca. I love helping women get outside and onto the trails. I'm a small business owner, outdoor educator, ski instructor, wife, and mother navigating the world as a breast cancer patient. I'm here to answer your questions about life, entrepreneurship, parenthood, health, and the pursuit of hiking trails, abundant sunshine, and warm campfires. If you're a woman looking for answers, you're in the right place. So grab a drink, pull up a chair, and let's chat. This is the Hike Like a Woman podcast. One thing that's helped me feel better after recovering from surgery and chemotherapy and during radiation has been making an effort to get outside every single day. Sometimes this is just a walk around the park. Sometimes it's three miles out on a trail soaking in the sunshine and the cool mountain air. If you're looking to get into hiking and you want to know what you should put into your day pack for your next adventure, I have got you covered. All you have to do is head on over to hikelikeawoman.com and check out our free guides section for a downloadable PDF packing list designed to help you be prepared as you head confidently into the backcountry. Once again, you can find the guide at hikelikeawoman.com. Hi, and welcome back to episode two of the Hike Like a Woman podcast. Let's get to our first question from Jess. Hi, Rebecca. I have a toddler and a soon-to-be kindergartner. Lately, my oldest daughter has been wanting to explore more on her own when we go hiking. I want her to be fearless in nature, but I'm scared she'll wander off and get hurt or lost. What can I do to help encourage her to explore but keep her safe too? Thanks for what you do. I can't wait to hear your response. Hi, Jess. I love this question so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you for emailing this to me. One of the reasons that I love this question is because it's something that relates to not just hiking with kids, but I think that anyone who is looking to hike more but might feel a little bit nervous or scared can relate to this question. So there is a very fine line that we all walk between bravery and fear as women, and it's also a fine line that our children walk all the time. Let me give you a quick example. One game that my kids like to play on the trails is they like to hide behind a tree or a rock. And then I like to walk past them on the trail and then they jump out and they try to scare me. We have played this game hundreds of times before. The rules are that my kids, you know, scamper up, but they have to stay where they can see us. And um, that's a really important part of this game. We have to be able to see them and they have to be able to see us. And um, that way we always know where they are. And it's really not a surprise when they jump out and try to scare us, but we pretend like it is. And we have rules. And I think that rules and boundaries are really, really important in the backcountry. Because this is a rule and my kids are confident in the outdoors because of all these outdoor adventures, it's normal for my family and I've always felt like this was a pretty safe game to play until one time when 
my youngest son, who was a kindergartner at the time, decided that he was going to wander a little farther than normal. And let me tell you, he is a really good hider. He's quiet. He doesn't giggle. He is good. He is always the last one to be found when we play hide and seek. And so I'm hiking. It's just me. My husband's at work. So I'm hiking. It's just me and my two kids. My kids scamper down the trail. We're literally like a quarter of a mile from the trailhead. So this is not a big deal. And my kids are like, mom, we're going to go scare you. And so they run down the trail and I see them and I think they're together. Um, so I'm cool. Like whatever. So my kids are gone. They're down the trail. Uh, I know exactly where my oldest is because I saw him hide and I thought the younger one was with him, but he wasn't. But I know where my oldest is and he's also loud. So he's totally giggling and pretending not to be hiding behind a tree. So I walk down the trail. Uh, my oldest son jumps out from behind the tree and he scares me. And then I look and I see that it's only him, that his little brother wasn't hiding with him. So I said, hey, where's your broski? And he was like, I don't know. So I'm like, oh, we have to find this child and I can't see him. So he probably can't see me. So we wandered down the trail and my youngest son didn't didn't jump out and try to scare us. So we started yelling his name and we were yelling his name as we're walking down the trail and he's not responding. So I told my oldest who was seven at the time to walk to the trailhead and see if he was at the car. And if his brother wasn't at the car, he was supposed to come right back up the trail to me. And I figured that was a pretty safe plan. My oldest was confident and knew where he was going and what he was doing. So no problem there. Um, so I send my seven-year-old to the trailhead and then I continue walking down the trail and, you know, looking behind every single rock and every single tree. And I'm starting to get a little bit nervous because my youngest son just isn't responding and I can't see him anywhere. If you're a parent, you've probably had a moment like this before. It was one of those moments where I knew that I needed to stay calm. And really, it had only been a minute or two, but Instantly, my heart was pounding, my hands were sweating, and I was going through all of those what-if scenarios in my mind. Like, what if my kid had gone to the car and somebody had kidnapped him because I wasn't there? Or what if he had gone to the trailhead and gotten run over by a car and I didn't hear it? Or what if he had gone to the trailhead, gone to the bathroom in the outhouse, and fell in? Or what if a sneaky mountain lion, which is one of my biggest fears, and we've talked about this before, um, snatched him up so quickly and so quietly that I didn't even hear him yell. I mean, these are the thoughts that were going through my head. I went from like zero to like 100 freak out mode in just seconds. So I'm starting to get nervous. All these things are going through my head. I'm hiking down the trail. I'm yelling for my child. Eventually, my oldest comes running back to me and he says that his brother isn't in the car at the trailhead. And I'm like, damn it. And just when I'm about to pick up my phone and double check to make sure there's reception so I can call the sheriff's office, my youngest son poked his head from behind a rock and said, 
Hi, Mom. <laughs> I hugged him so tight, I almost suffocated him. And I said to him, don't you ever do that to me again. <laughs> I said, you are such a good hider, but I can't see you. And I couldn't see you. And I started to get so scared. And I love you so much. You have to remember our rule. What is our rule? And he said to say where he could see me. And I said, yes. And we need to talk about that rule a little bit more. So it was a very happy reunion, <laughs> a very happy reunion. And as we were driving off the mountain, I wanted to keep talking about it with my children because I wanted them to know how I felt. My seven-year-old definitely felt a little bit scared for his brother, but my kindergartner, my five-year-old, um, it still was kind of a game to him. So as we're driving off the mountain, I did the whole, I used to be an army officer thing and we debriefed the situation and we talked about it. And then at dinner that night, we talked about it again as a family. And my husband and I decided to come up with a family word that we could yell when the game is over. So again, a word that we could yell when the need, kids need to just immediately come to us. And it's not a word that we have had to use since that incident, but sometimes we chat about it and we chat about that word almost before every outdoor adventure. Another thing we could do was maybe like use a specific whistle call since we always try to hike with a whistle or whatever. But the point is this, we had a plan, the plan went wrong, it was corrected we learned from it and we implemented a new strategy. So to me, that's what hiking with kids or hiking with a group that I'm guiding or just hiking in general is all about. It's a cycle of being prepared, expecting there to be kinks in your plan, re-evaluating, coming up with a new plan, and then moving on. Jess, you are so awesome for wanting to get out there and make sure that your children aren't just hiking down a trail, but they're, they're learning too. And I don't want this story to scare you, but I do want to use it as a teaching point. First, it is so important to set up and clearly communicate boundaries or rules with our children. Rules like, hey, you got to stay where we can see you and you can see us. But in setting up those boundaries, we have to always recognize that kids are going to push those boundaries. And it's a constant process of adapting and educating our children and revising that process. Next, it's also important to know the limitations and your limitations as a parent and the limitations of your children. So when we're hiking, it's okay 100% okay to call it a day if you or your children are hungry or tired or on the verge of making unsafe decisions. Now, a good safety plan is always important. And if you want to learn more about how to create a safety plan, we have a ton of great information about it in our course, Hike Like a Pro. So you can head to our website and check that out. But Jess, it's so important and you're right on, you're on the right track. It's important to let your children explore. And I think we need to let our children have as much autonomy on the trails as possible. 
because that's just going to help them make better decisions when they're an adult. When they're out on the trail, we're like training them for adulthood. We're training them how to be hot and cold, and we're training them how to make good, safe decisions. And that is so, so awesome. But with that autonomy and with that education comes making sure that our children have learned how to make those good decisions from us. They need to learn them from us. And Jess, it sounds like your children and your daughter, they are learning those skills from you. Now, if you're not a parent and you've been just listening to this story, or if hiking with kids isn't something you do, I would argue that all of these things are important for you too, regardless of if you're hiking solo or with your if you're hiking with a group. Jess, thank you so much for the question. I hope you circle back in a few years and give me an update on your brave and amazing daughter who is totally going to crush it in the backcountry. Now, I want to open this up to the Hike Like a Woman community now to chat. Here's what you can do to join in the conversation. Find us on Instagram at Hike Like a Woman, open up a post or a story and tag us with a screenshot from this episode or just say a, share a picture of yourself and tell us your thoughts. But you have to tag us, Hike Like a Woman, so we can see it. If you're a parent or a caregiver out there, how do you balance risk and safety with adventure? What do you do? Now, do you have a question that you'd like me to answer? Here's what you do. Are you ready? Grab a pencil and paper or open up the notes section in your phone, whatever you, whatever you got to do, but text a voice recording. So all you got to do is open up a voice recording app on your phone. Tell me your question. Just, just, Yeah, just share your question and then text that voice recording to 307-703-0358. Once again, that number is 307-703-0358. Now don't call that number. That's actually my work number. My employees will answer the phone if you call and they'll be like, I don't know what this means. So be sure to just text that voice recording to that number. Or if you don't want to text, that's cool. You can open up your DMs on Instagram and send me a voice recording there. Or if recording a voice memo isn't your thing, you can send me a question to hikelikeawoman at gmail.com or DM me on Instagram or Facebook. Um, But I want to answer your questions. And here on the podcast, I really want to answer those questions that might not be so like hiking centric, but more questions that fall in line with our brave framework. So questions about believing in yourself, questions about motivation and questions about um, just how you're feeling and however I can help you. I want to help you because I really care deeply about the Hike Like a Woman community. Before you go, do you know the number one thing that I do to stay healthy and strong physically and mentally? If you guessed hiking, you guessed correctly. If you want to learn how to become a strong and confident hiker, I'd love to have you join me in our online program, Hike Like a Pro. 
If you're new to outdoor adventure, this program is for you. We talk about everything from what to wear and pack when you go hiking to how to navigate with a map. We talk about safety and risk management and so much more. This program will give you the tools that you need for a lifetime of outdoor adventure. To learn more, head on over to hikelikeawoman.com.